I'm Eduardo Medina, Editor-in-Chief of the Auburn Plainsman. Today on the podcast, sports reporter Jake Weiss is here to walk us through the Tigers' recent win in the Iron Bowl. The one-second rule, the 12-man incident, students rushing the field, Jake will break it all down and discuss Auburn's overall performance in the classic matchup. That's all coming up. We'll be right back with Jake Weiss. Hey, this is Michaela Burns, Managing Editor of the Auburn Plainsman. I just wanted to remind everyone that if you'd like to support Suite 1111 and the newsroom that creates it, you can log on to theplainsman.com, click on the upper right-hand button that says Donate, and support over 125 years of local, independent journalism right here on the Plains. Once again, that's theplainsman.com, and find the orange button that says Donate. Thanks in advance for your support, and now back to the show. All right, we are back with Jake Weiss, first time on the podcast. Hello, how are hey, you? Eduardo, thanks for having me on. Thank you, Jake. Uh, forewarning, I know nothing about football. Uh, oh, I, didn't, I didn't watch the Iron Bowl, nor have I seen any Iron Bowls, really, for that fact. So this will be a challenge for me. That's okay. Actually, uh, it's funny you kind of say that, because actually this is my first Iron Bowl. Oh, uh, and, like, you, you mean like in person or? Uh, yeah, in person. person? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Both of us kind of be, it'll be kind of our first time, you know. Well, yeah, I, I know nothing about sports except for the little research I did for this podcast. So All here right. we go. Jake, do the hard work for me. Walk me through the game and your overall impression of the Iron Bowl. All right. So, yeah, uh, I mean, obviously Auburn won. So uh, a lot of people are happy about that. Um, I kind of feel like, in my personal opinion, I feel like a lot of the Gus Malzahn being fired talk definitely ends after the Iron Bowl. I mean, yeah. you beat Alabama. That's a big, big time win. Yeah, do you think that, so those, because I did hear that after we lost to um, Georgia, right? Yeah. There was lots of chatter on campus, especially. I heard from students just saying, you know, this, maybe Gus has to go. Do you think that that's quieted since he's won uh, the Iron Bowl, you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think a lot of people are just like, a lot of people have just kind of calmed down on that. I think there's still going to be a, a side of Auburn fans that want him out. Right. Uh, especially after, I kind of would say that side is probably, probably, more upset after the Iron Bowl. Right. Just because Auburn won. So they're like, hey, why couldn't we do this in these other games? But I think for overall, most people are just happy Auburn won. I mean, the Iron Bowl. I mean, right. it's always good to beat your rival. So I think a lot of people are just happy with that win. Right. So let's talk about, um, you know, some key incidents, some key plays. Oh, okay. Plays, right? I'm yeah. good there. Plays. There you go. <laughs> some key plays in the game. Uh, the one second rule, can you talk about... What happened there and then, you know, why uh, Nick Saban was the one that was mad about it, right? Yeah, he was. Why he, why he is justified or maybe not justified in being as upset as he was. Yeah, so actually uh, I wrote a story about this. Uh, it'll be out this week's issue of The Plainsman. Perfect. So I actually wrote about it just today, so I'm glad you asked. We started off with that one. Fresh on your mind. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so basically on that play, uh, Auburn, I believe, they threw it to running back Booby Whitlow. He ran for a first down. Not exactly sure, you know, what yardage or anything like that. I can't think of that off the top of my head. He got the first down, and basically what happened was, what Nick Saban was frustrated was about with was I watched the video. There was a video out there, and I talk about this in the article right. that just came out. Um, they talked to the SEC Network uh, Rules Analyst, and uh, he talked about, he kind of broke it down. Uh, he's a former uh, SEC referee. Mm college referee for i think about 15 years his name is matt austin right he talked about it he broke down the play uh what basically nick saban was mad about was he was kind of getting two rules confused or that's what matt austin thought right there's basically a rule that if there's three seconds or less in the game you can't 
spike the ball, right? Uh, which basically, you know, is like supposed to help st- stop the clock. Uh, and so he was getting that confused with the one second rule, which is basically you only have one second. So you basically there was one second left on the clock. Right. And uh, Auburn was able to snap it, but they had to go as soon as the referee blew their whistle. Uh, and he actually said that's why they kind of went back to the instant replay to view when um, running back Booby Whitlow was down. Right. And that also kind of helped. So he said uh, Matt Austin, because I know Nick Saban said it was unfair and all that. Uh, Matt Austin actually went back and looked, and he said that the ruling in the Auburn game was justified. Like, and that there are instances where that can be a mistake. But because right. it's an issue kind of between, you know, it's a kind of a referee and timekeeper have to really work together on that. Right. Um, which is why they went back and reviewed it. Mm. Uh, and basically while they were reviewing it, uh, like I mentioned in this story, I don't want to give the whole story away. <laughs> but uh, Auburn's kicker, uh, Anders Carlson, basically said that is a play they practice where instead of being able to just line up, you know, and really kind of focus on his kick, you know, take a couple steps back. As soon as that whistle goes, he just has to kick it. Right, and that's why it was called the whistle kick, actually, just because mm-hmm. as soon as they blew that whistle, they snapped the ball. Auburn snapped it, and he sent the kick up. Does the SEC, and forgive me for not knowing about this, but make a statement? Had they been wrong? Had the officials been wrong? Would uh, they have made a statement by now? Do they do that in past games, or they probably wouldn't say they were? They might if it was a big enough. If there was big enough controversy surrounding it, I they don't might think, issue a statement or something. They like might that. issue a statement. I know uh, in the past uh, they've like suspended referees before. Oh wow, uh, yeah. Like a, a crew, kind of like the referee crew, they'll suspend them. Um, right. Not sure if that was SEC actually, but I know that has happened in the past where like an officiating crew has been suspended, right? Uh, because of a couple calls. Hmm. But in this in this incident, everything was fine. Everything was according to the rules. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, they reviewed it and they saw there was one second on the clock. And I mean, really, if anything, I know a lot of Auburn, Alabama fans, excuse me, were kind of saying that it was unfair. And that, you know, Auburn got free points for that. I mean, right. he still had to kick a 52-yard field goal. Not easy, so. Even I know that that is quite far. Yeah, I was going to say. That's... His brother played here, right? Yes, he did. Uh, Andres is his name? Uh, that's, yeah, the kicker now. Yeah, uh, Daniel's yeah. the brother's name. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and he had a good game, didn't he? Uh, Andres, yes, he did, actually. Uh, I want to say, or I, no, actually, I do know this. Uh, he was the first, he's the only kicker this season to have a, to like, in a single game, right. to kick four field goals. Uh, or make four field goals, excuse me, uh, from over a distance of 40 yards or more. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, he had a, probably the best game of the season. Jesus. Wasn't he struggling this season, too, right? Yeah, he was. I uh, See, I know my stuff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, you're getting it. Yeah, yeah. So can you walk me through, like, the season he's had, just because I'm curious? I mean, you know, it sounds like it, it all culminated uh, last Saturday in, in that Iron Bowl game, right? That yeah. He, he kind of broke through that game. Yeah, he did. Um, I mean, so... Before then, he had been okay. Um, just the last couple games, which were old, I'd say the issues kind of with him started about Old Miss, mm-hmm. uh, the Old Miss game. So four games ago, Old Miss, he went two of five, which is not great. I mean, he had a lot of attempts, so I mean, he got a lot of work in, but I mean, he only made two of them, and they right. were longer field goals. But I don't want to say he's expected to make that, but most people would probably say you should be making that. Right. So Jake, let's talk about uh, another key moment in the game. Um, the uh, 12th man incident. Okay, uh, yeah. What, what happened there? Yeah, so basically, uh, once again, we talked to Gus Malzahn after the game. He, uh, he was he kind of loved to talk about that play. Uh, I think uh, for a lot of Auburn fans, and uh, I think kind of they would be, I think after that play, after he outsmarted Nick Saban, I think a lot of them would be willing to give him another big contract <laughs> after that. You know, so How did he get smart him? It was just 
there was, oh. he kind of made it seem that they were kicking, but then maybe not. Is what I understand. Yeah. So uh, basically, what he told us after the game was that um, they were just trying to keep Alabama's punt returner off the field. Right. Uh, he actually had ended up having four of Alabama's touchdowns that mm. game. What's his uh, name again? Jalen Waddle. Okay, Waddle. Yeah. Uh, he had three receiving touchdowns because he's a wide receiver. He's wide receiver and a, he wide receiver, punt returner, and kick returner. Right. Uh, and so basically on that play, he had three receiving touchdowns, which obviously, I mean, Auburn's offense was still on the field. But uh, he had, he also had a kickoff return touchdown, uh, 98 yards or I want to say it was 98 yard kickoff mm-hmm. return touchdown. So they knew he could they knew he could do some damage, right? And that's you know their goal was you know it was a minute left. They had just the doink had just happened. Auburn had the ball. They were really just trying not to give him the ball back, you know? right? And so basically on that, what they did was uh, they lined up the punter on the field, but he was wa- lined up at wide receiver, uh, and they kept Auburn's offense out there. So it was kind of confusing because they didn't see Auburn's punter at wide receiver. Right. So they just saw Alabama just saw that Auburn's D or Auburn's offense, excuse me, was on the field. And so what they did was they tried to do just a mass substitution. So they tried to just get their defense, their regular defense out there as soon as possible. And in that confusion, when they finally got everyone settled, they forgot about the punt returner. And so Auburn just was like, Auburn was, I wouldn't say they were shocked. But they, that's because that's obviously what they were trying to do. Um, but, I mean, as soon as they saw that, they snapped the ball, and, I mean, they got the first down. Right. That secured them the win. So. That won them the game. Yeah. Jake, I'm curious. Uh, a lot of this podcast is about, like, you know, how we report things. Yeah. And I would be scrolling through Twitter on Saturday, and I saw a bunch of sports journalists saying that this was the craziest, one of the craziest games they've seen. What was what was it like covering the game in general? I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, like we talked about earlier, it was my first Iron Bowl. So, yeah. I mean, I've watched them on TV before. Uh, you know, I'll admit I'm not an Alabama native. Uh, I moved here, uh, you know, before my sophomore year of high school. So I've only been here a couple of years. Um, I mean, obviously I know about the game, watched it on TV before. But, I mean, getting to go to that game in person, especially covering the game, nothing like it. I mean, atmosphere was great. Uh, I mean, the press box was full. I've what? only seen that really at – Maybe one other game this season. Really? Uh, yeah, I'd say Georgia. Uh, hmm. I mean, the SEC games obviously are more packed. Right. The press box is. But this one was. Yeah. Jam-packed. But this one was. I mean, this one was full. Like every seat was taken. I think. So how did you know? To, when did you, you know, get away from the press box and actually step down to the field? Or did you go down to the field? Yeah. So it's actually kind of a funny story. Um, usually, typically, uh, kind of the plane's been protocol is we're supposed to stay up there if it's a close game. Because, you know, while we're going down in the field, like a lot of events, you know, I'd argue this kind of relates to just event coverage in general. You know, you want to make sure you've got your eyes on the event as, all, as possible. And, you know, while we're while, towards the end of the games, if it's a close game, they want us to stay up. The kind of protocol is to stay up there and make sure you watch the game, you know, as soon as you can to right. let people know what the score is. Um, so in a game like this, when they lined up for the field goal, we were all kind of anticipating, you know, obviously, I mean... I want to say we were all anticipating it to go in, right? But we all kind of thought, all right, if they score here, it's going to be tied. There was a good chance for it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so, I mean, as soon as it happened, it bounced off. You know, everyone started cheering. Uh, kind of funny. Everybody would just immediately got up, and there's a staircase, so it's you know, play, press box is pretty high up. So we pretty right. much all took, pretty much everybody just ran down these six <laughs> flights of stairs to uh, all get the down sports to reporters. The field. Oh yeah. What was it like, like seeing the students, um, just? rushed down and oh it was it was nothing nothing i can say nothing can compare to that uh for this season uh, i mean i covered almost every game this season for the plainsman 
probably the craziest. I was actually not expecting it. Um, the guy that I covered the game with, Sumner Martin, right. I asked him before the game. Uh, he's a senior, so I asked him before the game, hey, do you think people will rush the field? He told me no, actually. Really? He's like, oh, I don't think they will. So I yeah. was fully expecting the students <laughs> not to rush the field. Yeah. And the university got fined for that, right? Yeah, the university did. Uh, they actually got fined uh, more than the normal amount just because uh, during basketball Final Four run, yeah. Auburn rushed the court uh, one other time mm. as well. So they got fined a little bit more than normal. Right. Tim Cook p- paid that last time, no? Is what I heard? Yeah, he did actually. He did pay uh, last time. So I'm curious who will pay uh, this time. Because uh, he <laughs> was actually the honorary coach at the game. Was he really? Yeah. I didn't uh, know that. I did see photos of him there at the game. Yeah, he was at the game. And um, yeah. Gus Malzahn also mentioned that following the game, that he was really appreciative of Tim Cook uh, being the honorary coach. Yeah. Uh, and he also, I think, led the fight song. Uh, okay. Kind of hoping to see some video of that after the game, <laughs> but I couldn't find any. I haven't seen any myself. Well, Jake, thanks for being here. Uh, we'll have you here again to talk about the season overall and what's ahead for the Tigers. All right, sounds um, good. But yeah, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. My thanks to Jake Weiss for being with us today. You can find his story in our print edition around Auburn and online at theplainsman.com. Sweet 1111 is part of the Plainsman Podcast Network in a co-production with Weagle Radio. Special thanks to Weagle News Director Grayson Moyer for producing and editing this episode. If you like the show, we'd love it if you subscribe to it and let us know how we're doing by giving us a quick review. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.